podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting just like those snakes were in a plane, <laughs> not on it? Welcome to the Movie, Movie, Podcast, everybody. <laughs> Episode number one forty nine. Super high energy this time. I am your host Tiggs, and with me, <clears throat> as always, are Russ. I don't have a funny thing to say. Sorry. <laughs> and Peter. Knock, knock. Oh, boy. That's right. They're just, just, just teeing it up for what we're going to be talking about soon. Uh, so we will be getting to our Oscar cast soon. Uh, as the Oscars are three weeks away right now. 20 days? 25 days? Something like that. March 12. So 20, 20 days. 20 days away. 20 days away. 20 shopping uh, days away. <laughs> so go get everything you need for your Oscar party. Um, you get your fake statues, you can get, a, a, a your cut out of Oscar Isaac, um, and whatever else you need for the Oscars, uh, that you'll be having at your apartment house, whatever. Um, I don't know why I'm trying to fill Alex's role right now by saying goofy things. Um, so let's just move into it because we have a couple of movies to say or talk about. Yeah, we saw them. That's the crazy part about this. This is already a really good start to, uh, the episode. Um, all right, so just uh, to, to knock off the cobwebs, I think we just got to get into this, and we got to talk about Plane, because I think that that might be the oldest one here. Yeah, uh, no. yeah just I think that that and Megan are our two oldest. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, Plane. Uh, this is one that I can actually say I do not know what you guys said on Letterboxd about. Ooh, I, it's... So first of all, of course, obviously stupid title. Let's, we don't have to we don't have to get past that. Um, uh, you hear the title for the sequel? Ship? Hell yeah! Ah, oh, love it. So awesome. And I like that it's following like Coulter. Um, yeah. So I think my expectation for this was like it's gonna be a dad ass action movie, but would especially because of the title, I thought it was gonna be a little sillier. This was way more procedural than I expected it to be. It's very much just, and this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. It's There's no, like, bombast. And yet it's, like, kind of interesting. I think the whole plane crash sequence is good. Yep. Yeah. But it is, as I said, it's just it's truly just strung together events without, like, really, truly thinking of a set piece once they've crashed. And then once you kind of get into the, the, the secondary plot. Yeah. I was, I was expecting something more akin to, like, Moonfall. Uh, coming into this, yeah. uh, just from you know, like <laughs> the as the has the has fallen series of films, I think are a little bit sillier right. than this was. Oh, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, all all of his movies are definitely like uh, sillier. This is and even like um, I guess White House Down is is the most silly. But uh, or was that the no? That was what what was the other one that came around around the same time as White House Down with like uh, Jamie Foxx? <laughs> that was that White House. House Down. Down. That was White House Down. Okay. Fallen. Oh no, it's the Down and not the Are Fallen. Yeah, White House Are Fallen. That was the one that I did not see, um, and did not actually happen. But uh, Gerard Butler, um, just making his case for a dad action star. Is that what this is really kind of is in the long run? Yeah, it, absolutely. It, it felt like he was going. He's starting to move into a young old Neeson territory. Yeah. Uh, with this, where I'm like. Huh. I, I know he's been making the same movie for a dozen years, but this was like one, the first time that I really saw it and got it and was like, okay. Like, you're not making, this isn't for me. This is for somebody right. who still watches CBS uh, and, you know, any of the NCISs or yeah. like a CSI or like a JAG criminal <laughs> mob. If you like those shows, you will I like, like those shows. I even expected like there to be some sort of intrigue between the office people who were trying to help. Oh, I was, like, okay. I was like, one of these guys is definitely like uh, actually a bad guy and somehow in cahoots with this like paramilitary uh, group that took over this island. Something, there's got to be a, tw okay, no twists, just a straight No twists at all. Every, yeah, like everything you told me is what, it, everything you told me is just what it is. Yeah, and if you don't go bigger, like the the sequence, the the fact that we have the the people in the like the 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 quote unquote like business war room, that yeah. that makes it feel like a Michael Bay movie. 
Yeah. Yes. You know, that's that's your that's your Billy Bob and Armageddon. That's that's your like William, uh, not William Fichtner. That's uh, whoever the, the people in like The Rock who are back at the base like yeah. or John. that's your John Cusack and Con Air. Like it it made it feel like we were getting ready for something bigger, something weird. And it was just, as you said, it, it really skews way more to that was just the lab on CSI. Yeah. Like that, it, there's so many parts where it's like, I don't know. Do you think he's going to make it? Uh, well, I don't think we should do that. Uh, oh, okay. We should just do that then. Huh? It's like every bit of tension is just immediately undercut for the plot to move along. It is wildly simple, yeah. but in many ways effective. Um, I do think it's smart to, if they're going to make a sequel out of a movie that costs probably nothing and internationally will probably do decently, go to Mike Coulter's character because he's actually interesting. Yeah. And I don't want to see another plane. Cr- like you can't, st- he's a good, pilot. you know, good pilots yeah. don't crash. If you try to do Gerard Butler again, you're it's going to feel like Speed Two immediately. Right, exactly. I can't yeah. believe this person is in this again, but Mike Coulter has that danger to his character and that then that fugitive nature to his character that it, you can expect him to get into shit again. There was part of me that like while watching this was wondering if like at some point they were like this would be a good vehicle for like The Rock after Skyscraper, and The Rock was just like I don't play this old of a character. No, thank you. Um, because it, it had like kind of that serious tone that Skyscraper oddly had, um, which, which should have been way more fun. You know, than it was yeah, exactly, yeah, like should have been way more fun. Like all of this should have been way more fun, but you know, it ended up being you know just a pretty straightforward type uh, type of action flick. Um, I did think from like the like all of these the like you were saying like the lab scenes, um, very much did enjoy uh, Tony Goldwyn. In those scenes, that he was he was very fun. He was a f- uh, yeah. fun yeah. character to watch. Like that was the one the like the levity was him making fun of the people that were like not good at their jobs, and that was about it. Yeah, yeah. But th- this is like a right down the middle. Like couldn't be simpler. Uh, it's just com- it's just compelling enough uh, to keep you watching it. And if it comes on TNT in like six months, eh, a year, you'll, yeah. you'll watch 15 minutes of it if it's at like a good part. Yeah, this came on to so, streaming really quickly. Like, I think this was only in theaters for like exclusively for like two weeks, maybe before it was actually like on VOD. Yeah, I, I think they're smart. Well, I don't know if they're smart or if this is even happening. But I think they'd be smart to start playing around with that release date window. Yeah. Uh, like, if it's something like this that didn't cost a lot and you made a decent opening weekend, but you could do some premium VOD for like 10 bucks at home or 15 bucks at home, you might get people yeah. to do that. Because, like, I'll go to the movies and see this, but the yeah. barrier to getting into your car is kind of, or getting on the train is not what it used to be. So if I can watch this at home, I throw 10 bucks and watch this. Yeah, this movie has the poster that will sell itself at home. So even if you make like 10 million or less in the theaters, that is just an added cherry on top to the your real market, which is just people seeing two guys holding a gun. Uh, yeah, sure, I'll watch yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Not, like not the same holding, holding people, one together. <laughs> right. Like the same people who have been like forcibly making Bruce Willis uh, make those at the oh, action movies he's made for the last three years that are just like detective not redemption yeah detective detective, detective night or whatever redemption detective yeah. night night storm storm gun like just they oh, take two or three cool words and they smash him up and i feel so bad that this has been happening to him for this long when he now has like alzheimer or dementia really bad yeah. really bad dementia. Yeah. Yeah. it's it's like terrible but this movie is for the people who would watch any one of those movies which must do well enough because they've made like fifty. yeah and i think when people say oh this was in theaters they'll immediately pay like four more dollars for this than another movie yes yeah like 
even if it was just two weeks, it's like, oh, this isn't a DOD or a direct video. This was a, a theatrical film that I'm lucky right. enough to watch. Yeah. It's not a Netflix thing. I should be getting all those ones for free. Like, oh, I'm not going to pay something for that. Um, this, is, this is that thing that Martin Scorsese calls cinema. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. I did actually, I did see that the last Detective Night movie, and it was not good. Um, <laughs> Plane is significantly better. Um, all right. Well, we have knocked off those cobwebs, as I said. That was the whole point of talking about Plane first. Um, can you guys sell me on Infinity Pool? Can you guys talk, Should I go see Infinity Pool? Did you see... Uh, which one? Wait, say that again. Did you see Possessor? I did. Yeah, so I think you'd like this. I would I would say the thing that I didn't realize after seeing this in theaters is that uh, in its theatrical release, we obviously just saw an R-rated cut, and there will absolutely be, just like Possessor Uncut, there will be some sort of NC-17 release that I think... I think there's like 20 or 40 minutes cut out of this or something like that. Yeah. A lot of that shit, especially in like the now Brandon Cronenberg um, patented like weird trip scene. I think you can do a lot more in those sequences with some added time and some added gore, some added sex that would add to this experience a great deal. This this kind of feels like they were rushing through all those things and there's moments where it gets very fun or it gets very interesting but i think it it it, it in its f- current theatrical form it feels like as i said it feels like it's rushing yeah i i can i can i can see that a bit uh i loved it but i also it it was not it was like possessor uncut which was the only possessor i saw was yeah. like basically a a perfect movie there's not there's i have no suggestions but with this i i thought that there it was as much as i enjoyed it there was room for more humor Mm -hmm. um and this movie is i it's one of my favorite themes like fuck rich people um and this is definitely cut out of that fuck rich people cloth uh (laughs) I think that Skarsgård is great. I think the body stuff is super weird when there is any. And Mia Goth is a revelation. Yeah. Uh, that lady is a total certifiable weirdo. This, and, this has been like a huge year, like 12 months for, yeah. for Mia Goth at this point. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's fun. Wild. Because she's so good at these weird unhinged roles, and yet I would have nominated her for that version of Emma that she's in. Oh, that's a great movie. I think she can tone that stuff down. I think she has this, like, incredible gift to go all along that range. So in a movie like this that, that, like, will have its turns, she can completely go off and like a, be like a real big character uh, as she is there there's a, a scene the see whole sequence of her riding a car at the end I'm oh, sorry God. riding on the car that she like she crushes yeah and you start nervously laughing cuz you're like this lady is freaking me out and I just need to be okay with it so I'm just kind of kind of laugh a little <laughs> oh she's great uh I thought this was a lot of fun um it is Super, super fucking weird. Um, but if there's a longer version of it out there, I am happy to watch it. Loved it. And there is. There and there definitely will be. And it is going to come to streaming. Um, and then I'm sure like to uh, the IFC. Um, okay. Well, all right. What is it about? Because I literally have to watch it. Um, uh, it's, yeah, there's so- a, a couple goes to like a resort. Um, okay. and they meet another couple. Is there an infinity pool at this resort? Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. That was, uh, I don't know if I should believe that. Yeah. There is. So okay. they, they meet this other couple and they, you know, go, it's just this weird resort. That's very much like caged off of this, like not nice Island kind of thing. And they go and after like kind of getting swept away with this other couple, um, they, accidentally uh kill a local and and that's where things get very off the rails from there all right all right okay i I see where this is going very brandon cronenberg ways 
Okay. Okay. All right, then. I have my answer. I know what this is about, and I'll be seeing it in its uncut format. Um, cool. All right. Um, so let us keep it moving. Wow, this is going really fast. So let's 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 like hit the pause break button. Um, and let's talk very briefly as well because it's going to be hard to talk about this without spoiling too much. But I do think that we should at least tap on knock at the cabin. <laughs> I very much enjoyed this. Um, I, I thought, like, especially in like the 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 pantheon of the M Night movies, I I was I didn't know what really to expect. I was waiting for like a a huge twist, um, like the whole time. I and uh, I I enjoyed where it did go. Um, I, I enjoyed all the the characters and like kind of like the small uh, environment that the entire thing takes place in. Um, for the most part, um, you can yeah. say cabin. It's not a spoiler. Oof, no, I I mean, is it, I mean, I, I don't know the definition of cabin. It could be a house. It could be, you know, it could be, so, you know, like a, a, a barn. I'm not really sure. Um, but yeah, the, all the cabin, all the cabin scenes are great. Let's just, let's just say it. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah. So to, to my, I, I guess, cause I believe Russ enjoyed it a great deal as well. So I, I had read the book a couple of years ago. Brag. Humble brag. Yeah. Uh, so for me, while I think it's very well done and I think Batista absolutely completely crushes this role, um, really good and so charismatic, so many surprising ways. I think he completely works as a, a, a scary nurturing man. Um, yep. and, but since I've read the book, the, the main tension of the story being are, are, are the protagonists currently being told the truth mm, with yep. that being gone? It doesn't, there's nothing that elevates it for me. There's nothing that circumvents it. Granted, I like the M night adds a lot of backstory to this movie that I think really deepens the characters and where they start and where they end up. Uh, he changes the ending a great deal for all the better, oh, but ooh. with, without that tension built in, it's it was kind it was kind of like it was a bit flat for me, which is which is a bummer of a a, a complaint to have because I think I still think it's like well made and well acted and 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 yeah. I like what he does with it. It just it's just as I said with it, it's if it's missing that main that, that thing that like keeps you interested to see what happens next. It's a bit it's a kind of a, I I get that uh, I really enjoyed it having no knowledge of its uh its source material but um i think one of the fun things was going in you know sort of seeing it with lizzie and watching the couple in the movie make the decisions they make mirroring Mm -hmm. the exact decisions we would make because we were in a theater that had nobody in it so we can kind of talk back and forth we can talk uh, loud that's the best that's a fun oh no that's totally me uh oh you would do that and it was like, oh, wow. So this is weird because now I feel very invested in these characters by virtue of the fact that one of them is truly me and one of them is truly me. <laughs> and, it, and it played out the way I thought it would. Okay. And then it got me, and then it got me kind of sad. Like we, It was more of a personal experience. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, that said, I also uh, give a lot of respect to Batista, a guy I've been ready to groan at for a few months now because it's all this, oh, I want to be a real actor. I'm not a wrestler actor. Oh, The Rock makes shit movies. Oh, I want to do high art. And it's like, fuck off, big guy. Yeah. Uh, but then he made this, and I'm like, okay. He's, I, I, he's, he's, he's good. He's good. He's been saying it for a while too. Like I, I think when when Guardians One came out, like you know, he was talking about like his role as Drax, and he's just like, "Look, I'm just trying to get better at this thing. I know this wasn't great, um, yeah. but like, like this, uh, and I think that this is the first time, more than like Blade Runner or anything, where I've just been like, he did a really good job in this role. But now I I see what he's doing. Like he wants yeah. to be an actor, not a star. Right. Yeah. If that makes sense, like he's not trying to become a movie star. He's trying to become an actor like a real actor he just wants to be considered and, for roles seriously and not just like as a big dude 
Because obviously yeah. he crushes the the silliness of Drax, but he always talks about like the sad ver the, the sad part of Drax as a character. That really is something that he tries to inject. Yeah. In those moments that I think works so well, and as, as you said, like he's the, he's trying to capital A act, and in, in this one he does it. As you said, like he he uses his size. Yep. In a way, in almost in a way, like he uses his size like someone who is surprised that they're that size or yeah. knows in this moment it's upsetting that they're that size. And I think he, he's got that like oh, that that sort of like, you know, um, mastery over like his his tool that is his body more so than the rock has. Like, in, in well, the sense it's, rock it's, is just it's like, like, here I am. I'm, I'm just going to stand here and, and, and yeah. wink and smile. Right, like, the the rock is, like, a giant toy. Yeah. And uh, uh, Batista is, like, taking the thing from wrestling that is performance, and it's, like, you, you're you're acting with your body. So much of what you're doing is physical. So if I already kind of know how to do that at its most extreme, yeah, I can fuck around by, like, dialing it down, by... Like, pitches and it's like he's having fun with something that i think many wrestlers if they thought about it turned actors could do they just choose not to because it's easier to just be in an action movie as a big imposing dude who doesn't lose fights yeah, I, I also he, think that that's probably what they want them to like. That's those are the roles that they're offered probably more than. Yes, and, and and I and I think that what he's doing is he's like kind of forcing, yeah, them to think just for a few seconds more before they just make him uh, action guy. Yeah, even yeah. though my spy uh, just got greenlit for a sequel, which is I I like the first one. I think I was the only one that saw it. It's fine, no, I saw it. Oh, okay. Then I think My Spy's fun. I think he, he he tries to do a little something with that character to be to find those caring moments that he can. Like he does, he's not just annoyed. You know, everyone can play annoyed by a child, but I think he plays like starting to get invested very well. Uh, and from, you know, from the first moment that he meets when in uh in, in Knock the Cabin, like you 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 buy him as like. You you like wonder like is there something else going on here? But like if there isn't, and it's because it's an M Night Shyamalan movie, and like you're like wondering like what's gonna happen, that you are mostly wondering about that because otherwise you're just like I don't know this dude, sure yeah. he's like a weirdo for going and talking to this little girl, but like um other and than that, yeah, and he's so good at playing these again that sadness of that character that hates what he's yeah. up what he's doing at that moment. Yeah, yep. he 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 knows so well because of what we learn about him, he knows so well how to talk to a child like that, but he's, he, he's clearly so sad. And I think he plays in a t- in tiny expressions, the moment so well, when he learns it's a same sex couple, like the yeah. defeat and fear that washes over his face. I think he, he, he accomplishes so much in those moments. But yeah, uh, see it. I would love to talk more about the ending and stuff and all that. Yeah, uh, which we can do off mic or on mic, but off recording. What do we? Whatever. It doesn't matter. No. Magic mic last dance. How was it, Peter? Uh, so we were talking about this before, and I think perhaps the marketing kind of did it dirty because it 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 is a bit inspired by the Vegas Magic Mike live show, but the the actual performers in this show are not important characters. It's very much a movie about Mike, which and the the and Selma Hayek. Um, and is it his last dance? Does it seem like it's his last dance? It starts with what he claims is going to be his last dance. Got it. Um, and that's the dance from the trailer with him and Selma Hayek, which is quite possibly the sexiest four minutes ever committed to screen and then is there like does it like spend like a couple of hours where it's just him watching the last dance like on espn and yeah. then and, like, and then he sits on the kitchen floor and eats a pie um yeah. <laughs> it, so it's so it's very much about mike the artist uh and it's about him 
giving the chance and, and what, where she is in her life trying to put on this show. Uh, mm-hmm. And the people that are in the show are not characters whatsoever. They do, they okay. barely have lines, which is very good. So it's not it's not a complete commercial for Magic Mike Live or a complete commercial for becoming Magic Mike. Um, it is a bummer that the uh, Kings of Tampa crew are relegated to a Zoom chat in this. Oh, which I think I, those things okay. can't that you you can't film a good one in a movie with more than like two people in a chat. Those things. Even if it's like everyone's delivering their lines, the fact that no one's accidentally talking over each other makes it feel so fake. And it's a bummer that they do that, but like I don't think you can do two again. I think attempting to do two again would be silly. Mm -hmm. Um, they 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 learn what they the best lessons from one and two. It still is very much about like actually delivering a service to women. Um, and that in that engagement that you that that you can get, like a lot of the stuff that like the the, the whole part of the um, Jada Pinkett Smith sequence on of that movie. Um, but it's it, but it definitely has more of a plot as the first one did, this kind of thing. But it's I think I think it's a whole lot better than you might think. Okay. It's, it's, you know, but nothing can granted nothing can touch the second one. And if you know if you're a little if you need some time because you're bummed that it's not going to be the second one, like I, I completely understand. But I think it's inc- I think it's very affecting. And as I said, that 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 dance at the beginning of the movie that's in the trailer is truly out of this world. That like is the trailer. I feel yeah. like is is there more to the trailer than that? I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but they're both uh, he's fantastic. Salma Hayek is out of this world good. Um do, do, do. probably come to come to HBO Max soon, uh, yeah. I assume. I think it did pretty well, but like also like you know, it it did its Valentine's Day run and and, and it's gonna yeah. you know. It didn't have to do great because it was it was like house money. They didn't have like they made it on a on a streaming budget plopped it in the theaters so whatever it made in its first two weeks is yeah. probably all of its money back like you don't have to market like that crazy a, a magic mike movie like it's magic mike you know what it is you'll yeah. see it on valentine's day but there yeah and there's as i said there's that opening dance and there's a couple there you know there's a couple good performances at the end but then there, there's one specific like incredible dance sequence at the end okay nice um cool uh just to briefly say uh i thought sick was very good uh it's like a quarantine slasher flick um that that uh from the the writer of scream um I, it's on it's, i believe it's only on peacock um so catch it while you can and it's uh it, it's good it's 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 a very small like um remote setting where uh two friends from college end up going out to like a like this vacation house that one of them has and then they think they're alone but they're not and there's some really there's a lot of good pandemic bits in it, I guess. It's not like as well done as say something like Kimmy, um, which which I think just kind of like nails all of the uh, anxiety uh, over like uh, the, the pandemic very well. Uh, this is just like using it as a tool, but better than what was that other one that that uh, there was, not Bird Box, but it was something like that, where where there was there was another uh, movie that was. Uh, basically filmed uh with like the pandemic as like backdrop um and it was really crappy um was it this year yes yes i can't remember what it is but is yeah. that the, the, the is that the the one with anne hathaway and chiwetel ejiofor that is that the same one that i'm thinking there have been a yeah. couple huh. <laughs> that's okay. um but this is this is very well done. Like it it is a it is a good slasher flick, regardless. Um, and uh, with a with a couple of like funny bits that you would expect. Uh, from like uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Kevin Williamson. So, um, see it. It's very short, which is even better. Um, Ooh. so yeah, there you go. Now I knew that would get your attention. Um, all right, let's talk about ant-man and the wasp quantum mania which peter has not seen but russ and i have uh okay the special effects are some of the worst i've seen in marvel to date yeah it's just and i'm not and i don't no no fuck it it 
Don't apologize it, for it. It, it. it looks so bad at times that it completely takes you out of what it's supposed to be delivering. And it it's to hear that this is the, the one that we're finally going to be in the quantum realm and we're going to be in there for a whole movie. It's going to be like a, a space epic of craziness. And it's like they've made Marvel now a, quite a few space epics. Yeah, uh, between you know Ragnarok and uh, the other Galaxy. one, Thunder to Guardians, uh, in parts of Infinity War and Endgame. So there's like seven movies over yep. the last uh, nine years that all look so much better than this. This it just looks, looks like it was like instead of like it just looks like it's like underground in like a hole somewhere most of the time. <laughs> It looks so bad. It is unbelievable. And it, it, that it, it like, it takes you away from the actual movie because nothing looks, no one looks like they're anywhere. And I, it, it's, it's just like, there's no, there's nothing to this movie. It's very lifeless. I think you've got really talented people in Paul Rudd. Well, in most of this cast that we all, the cast in, cast, yeah. like, I thought Michelle Pfeiffer did a great job with what she was given. Yep. Um, I thought Paul Rudd was as affable as always. And I think Jonathan Majors as Kang fucking rules. Oh, he but was great. Yeah. <laughs> there's just like no movie here. Like there's nothing, there, there's nothing to really sink your teeth into. And it's totally fine because it has to do a lot of table setting for the rest of phase five and for, you know, the whole saga at whole, but it's like this, you sacrificed a good Ant-Man movie and a franchise that's been fun for the needs of the beast. That is the, the phases and the saga. And it's like, that frustrates me because this could have been a good movie and it's not. I, um, I, I didn't like dislike it. I, I definitely, um, I enjoyed it. But yeah, it's like you did. it's just like not what these Ant Man movies were fun as palate cleansers, and now you've decided right. to make it an entree, and it just doesn't work as that. Like the like, I think that since Ragnarok, that like the the Thor movies have like ended up becoming like the more comedic um, like palate cleansers, and, and this was going like really like trying to be Star Wars. For like nothing else, you know, yeah. um, and uh, like they, there's there's a whole Moss Eisley bar sequel like they, they, it's all it's all there. You know, Bill Murray shows up and you're just like, well, what's, what's going on right now? Um, I think that Paul Rudd does a really good job uh, again uh, as Ant-Man, especially like with with Cassie there, who is not as good. Um, I, 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 yeah, uh, I think Hope they Hope's not really a character. In this, Hope's never been a character. Yeah, like, and that—that's. I think that that's part of the problem. Like, um, it, it's supposed to be this duo movie, and and I get that it's supposed to be more about like Cassie and 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 Scott, but still, it's still really not. Um, it, it just doesn't end up working in the long run. I, I think that Michael Douglas is Michael Douglas, and you know, it's, he's always going to be, he's always going to be pretty great. Um, I, I I like a lot of the sequences. I, I like um, all the ant stuff. I, I like I, I like everything uh, about Kang. I like Kang's like kind of like ending to it. And uh, I I think that special effects aside, um, I thought that the story it was trying to tell was like pretty decent and like and grandiose for like a series of like that is very grandiose. You have to trying to keep it like it's this grandiose story with like with, the like, smallest cast of characters. Yeah. That it could possibly do, um, and and I commend it for that. Uh, it is nowhere near as fun or as funny as like the last two like Ant Man movies, and um, you gotta like uh, probably attribute a lot of that to um, just getting rid of like you know Michael Pena and, and like and like his his like his his fun gang that he that he hangs out with. Like all those the, those guys were great comic relief, and they were just like good characters. That you enjoyed kind of like watching them play uh play off of Scott. Um yeah, as like foils. T I am too busy checking his daughter's hymen to be in the film. Right, to make sure that she's still a virgin. Um 
he does that. Um, Google it. <laughs> uh, uh, it's okay. I'm not going. I'll take I the word think, for it. I yeah, make sure you capitalize daughter and hymen. <laughs> I think the frustrating thing is this isn't an Ant Man movie. It's a Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. And okay. I I would. Oh it, yeah. Uh, if it totally. was a Fantastic Four movie. And Franklin and uh, what Valeria, whatever her name is, yeah, the other girl, the daughter. If they were around and they were the kids, kind of getting into stuff, and this had more of like a Swiss Family Robinson sort of vibe to it. Uh, so, I, and I see this w- without more- seeing it. That makes a thousand percent sense. What it, 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 has there been a Marvel movie that has been this sacrificed at the altar of world building? I don't think so. I think. A solo movies have gotten have been able to live outside of it by being at the end of phases and and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I I think this yeah th- this one has been hurt the most by the altar of story pushing and in contrast Captain America Captain Marvel has probably helped the most because. That movie made a billion dollars, and I cannot tell you why. And the only reason it came after it came bef- after whatever the last movie and before Endgame. So it was right. kind of like you have to see this one, or nothing's gonna make any sense. I, and everything would have made sense. So luckily, they pushed back Marvels. And I if that to work I, on effects, it better be. I hope upon hope that's the reason that they're giving the effects because like they've had nothing but bad press for the last six months leading up to this movie, being like they treat they treat special effects houses terribly. They give them yeah. no time. They change stuff constantly. And, and it's like I hope these are those chickens coming home to roost because yeah. like I we just saw between Av- Avatar made made like a whole planet look real and beautiful and tactile and to see this come out from the same i don't want to say studio but you know disney owns every everything that's coming out here i'm like slow the fuck down dude i don't need to see four movies in theaters a year if they're gonna look like shit yeah right i really Um, don't need that and i think the other thing Again, like I, I do think that like the the story is is you know the best part of an Ant Man sci fi you know like movie, which is like all right, well that's not great. Um, but coming hot off the heels of Wakanda Forever, uh, which was a movie with just like and then like rewatching it and like probably not have like not being in the same like overly hyped mindset of seeing it at, at like midnight and just uh, kind of just like being you know washed over with like just crazy amounts of emotion like that does not exist here for a movie that is supposed to be like all like a uh, heart about like family and, and like um, uh, Scott and his daughter. Um, well, although I do think that those scenes are probably the ones that are the best of like him being just like, no, you, you, sh- uh, you know, you push and jump, push and jump, you know, you shrink it and like, try yeah, to, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That. that that's all this, very good. <laughs> yeah. But does this sell you guys on phase five? Are you, is there, is there a level of excitement now about where the story is going? Uh, I literally have no idea what's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> I sort of I, I, if if they're if they're sort of table setting to let you know just how shit gets so weird when Kang is involved. Yeah, right. Uh, then cool. But don't sell me on a dream and that you're never going to actually do. I don't want to hear. I don't want to think I'm going to get like 9000 different types of Kangs over the next however many movies and then right. you give me like two you're mm-hmm. gonna get you're gonna get one and then there's gonna be like a se- like on the next season of like wandavision or something like that and that's going to have like each different one is going to be like a different version of kang and the, and they're gonna like put more weird stuff onto disney plus because i mean what are they gonna do now without you know big shots and and mighty ducks game changers the, the, the cancel. gone yeah canceled right. like you've got to fill that with something um yeah. But yeah, it's like I don't want them to do what they did with Multiverse of Madness, where it was like they they sh- they give you they sell you on this promise that you're going to be in 95 different multiverses, and then you end up in like two or three for the bulk of the movie. 
Right. And that's want... where that should have been. Like that's where all of this should have been. Like this setup was should have been in like Multiverse of Madness, right? But like I guess like the timing of when it came out, like you know, and and like yeah. Wakanda, like a couple months after they they didn't do that. But I feel like this should have been more of Scott and company living in this and like figuring it out as opposed to setting it all up for for what's to come. Yeah. It, it's fine. It's just uh, you can't get too many fines in a row, or I'm right. gonna stop thinking these things are essential to my life. Right. And like, and so next one is Marvels. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know what to think about that. I guess I'll. Oh, no, no, oh, no, next no, no, no. Guardians. Guardians three. Guardians three. Okay. Um, that could be good. Should be. There's no reason why it shouldn't be. But it's yeah. also most likely not going to feed into anything. That seems to be the end of the story. Are they still doing like new gods or whatever? Like, are they doing any of that since this point? Um, you mean eternal stuff? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> new gods is DC. I, uh, uh, I have no idea. I mean, it depends. On I think they're probably just going to bake those characters into other things. Who knows? Well, that would be, I mean, hey, if they did New Gods, they brought DC and Marvel crossing over finally, you know, I'd be into it. Um, all right. So let's close it off with, I don't even, I, I got no jokes right now. I don't know, it's, 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 it's late and we've a ton Megan. of energy going on right now. <laughs> Megan, Megan, Mothrigan. I, 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 it, it bummed me out. I was excited for this movie at first, and then the internet started treating it as, um, oh, fuck, why am I forgetting the name of the movie already? Uh, Malignant. This year's Malignant. Yeah, right, right, right. Yes. When it gets yes, tagged like that, like, the thing that annoyed me, like, the thing about Malignant was you knew nothing about what that movie was about. Yeah, you knew everything about this movie. You can't this, be, like, there's no surprises. Yeah. You can't call something this year's Malignant if we know the plot. Yeah. Yeah. That it was like they were trying to build that feeling on something that would have no surprises. And it was very clear, like, the maimable moments of, like, her dancing in the trailer aren't going to be what the movie is. This movie was way more about the process of grieving <laughs> than yep. it had any right being. And it wasn't the zany, fun flick that it was almost like the internet decided it was, which is like not the filmmaker's fault, but like maybe it's the marketer's fault. Yeah, this I think was... You just got to get butts in seats, and that's what they're yeah. doing. That's, that's like exactly what TikTok-fueled film. Like, this, the mar this was all over TikTok. I think they did a few of those, like, have a bunch of Megans come out at a at a football game or some shit they did yeah it was like there was yeah. like the entire stands were filled with megan's or something like that yeah and they did something similar for smile a few months ago yep but that, they, they did yeah they have smiling people at uh, behind the home plate a lot and they're like no one smiles at baseball games what's going on here <laughs> but this just it there's like when i saw like ronnie chang was in it i'm like okay so there's going to be a lot of humor here uh, and uh, he'll be like a a dickhead kind of funny boss. Great. Uh, this movie is gonna have some humor. It's gonna have some camp. And it just and kinda... it starts off that way. It like it, the 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 promise of like that intro video of the um uh, of like the commercials. Yeah. Or like you're like, just like some, I get where you're. I get the vibe. <laughs> someone involved in the making of this movie wanted that to be this. And it's yep. like you can see the push and pull of I don't know if it was studio I don't know if it's we have to get to a PG thirteen because I'm like for uh, this this was PG thirteen wasn't it It was PG thirteen I, I believe they they had started wanting to make it R and then they decided to pull it back to PG thirteen at one point right there's no there's reason a, like, it's an R rated it, it only in an R rated movie does it make sense to have a boy get run over completely by a car and yes. have a giant blood streak. Now, because yep. there was no body parts, I guess that's fine for PG-13. But I don't know what makes PG-13 anymore. Like, I don't know how desensitized this world is anymore. I, I just don't know a world where 
I'm saying, yes, child of mine, let's watch this PG-13 movie and have and watch this 12-year-old child who's your age get completely run over so that there's just nothing but a smear of blood. That doesn't feel like PG-13 murder to me. That no. feels like our murder. And it's like, this should have felt like, this should have been like a like a, a, a punched up modern day version of just like, take Child's Play and Gremlins 2, smash mm-hmm. them up, give us that. Yeah, it's, 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 it, it's a doll for kids and that should be used for shocks and scares and not for learning about how kids grieve. Yeah. Yes. It, so it zaps that excitement out of it. It zaps the fun out of it. And, it, and, and everything outside of that is the exact beats. Like you said, like that character, like the boss is like, you know exactly what's going to happen with this boss the entire fucking time. Like we've seen that yep. person so often. And so, yeah. as I said, the added thing is, is the kid, the, the fact that the kid's fucking grieving their parents and it's not added in that Megan is fun. It's like, there's more about Megan being like an actually probably good idea at certain points until like therapist is like, well, you know, Megan can't be a like, but it's just like, it doesn't, it doesn't shock. It doesn't surprise. It doesn't, it doesn't excite at all with that. It's just so straightforward. Also, Megan doesn't ever really feel like a fun toy. Right. Megan doesn't feel fun. Megan's no. just another parent. Like, yep. and and that's fine if that's what you're selling her as. But I'm like, I don't buy that this kid is actually having fun with this no, thing. There so was a toy that was just like standing at the bathroom being just like, did you wash your hands? Don't forget to wash your hands. Hey, wash yeah, your hands. Fun. No. Now, obviously it's working on this kid because this kid's going for shit. But how did no one see like, this isn't really fun. I'm watching this do- this toy like basically give this kid therapy. Um, that's why would I think every kid in America needs a boring toy that's like, not even like her to do fun shit. The the entire sequence of like oh we're gonna we're gonna sell this and it's uh, you know the girl like crying and like Megan consoling her and everyone's just like we gotta make this toy is a really weird stance for like a toy company that's making a bunch of fun toys to actually try and make. <laughs> Like that, that yeah. doesn't, it'd be like, this is like, this is a good idea for a very certain sect of people. I don't think it's us is probably like the decision that those executives would have come to. Because <laughs> the, 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 the child therapist character like points out the major flaw within seconds. Yes. And it's, I don't know, but it's uh, such a bummer. Yeah. It, 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 this movie doesn't work with logic, but I'm hoping Megan 2.0 like finds a way to have more fun with its own yeah. premise. Yeah. And like, and when we talk about like child's play was a, was funny as like, that was a funny movie like that. It, like, you know, for, for all of it, yeah, exactly. This was not, yeah. this is almost like the, the, the doll of Like if you watch like, you know, the Wednesday show, it is a very, it's like a similar, almost um like that right down to the dance sequence of like, that is the personality is, is very stoic. Um, and just kind of like watching this, this per, like this, I mean, I guess, you know, doll just be like, well, I've got to protect this child at all costs. Um, and then there's just random fun bits thrown in the middle um, or like at the very end. Uh, the, and they plant the seed of like, look at this giant robot that we almost made. But that couldn't have been a toy because it's like 19 feet tall and probably cost 70 billion dollars to make. Um it's it's all over the place. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I do want that robot though. That 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 like big like bruiser robot with like the uh that they that they control with like the gloves. I that that was oh, I would yeah. take that over Megan any day. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, this uh just uh not. Disappointing. I'm happy this wasn't our, our grand return to uh, all four of us seeing a movie together. Yeah, we wanted to do both this or and or plane, and I don't think either of those would have delivered the experience we wanted. I think plane, we all would have sat there and we would have shrugged at the end of it and been like, oh, you know, not yeah, not bad. Yeah, definitely plane in that movie. Would have just been annoyed. Like this yeah. would this wouldn't have given us that like shared experience that you know I so desperately need. 
I was very happy watching both of these as soon as they came out on like VOD and being like, yeah, this would not have been worth going to the movies for. Hmm. Yeah. I'm happy Megan uh, dropped when it did because I uh, had to run out of my first viewing of it. So I didn't get to, I got 45 minutes in before I had to leave the theater. So watching it at home was like literally a week later was a great, um, what do you call those things when you get them? Consolation prize. (laughs) It's weird that like both of these movies were only in theaters for, or both those, those two movies, like two weeks max before that they were basically available, um, for on streaming. Um, and it's kind of like what you were saying at the beginning, Russ, is like, you know, the, the studios have to start kind of like picking their, picking these movies where they know that like, okay, we will get like this minor theatrical run in there and then just drop it onto VOD like as soon as possible because it's going to run its course very quickly and people are just not going to, like the, the word of mouth, people are going to wait for it. They're going to see the reviews and they're going to be like, I can wait for Netflix. Um, like, and then on the other side of that spectrum, you have a movie like Avatar between Disney Plus and VOD. I bet I'm keeping that shit off of everything for as long as possible. And exactly. If, if yeah. That movie not in the top ten. You cannot see it. Yep. Oh, see it in the theater. I will. I would squeeze that shit out for forever. Like I didn't know it's the general rule before the 45 day window kind of burst. Is it was like 90 days. I keep Avatar out of in theaters and out of the ability to see it any other way for six months. Yeah. Because that's not? already how much has that made at this point? Who's who's got uh, over two point five? Over two point five. Jesus. Yeah. That's ridiculous. See, yeah, I keep that out of theaters until like Fast uh, X comes out or like uh, like the Memorial Day. Wait, the Fast X is something that we should all actually go and see together in theaters. This is saying yeah. 2.2, but I thought it was more than that. Oof, wow. Anyway, Only 2.2? Whatever. Stupid amount of money that, like, more, no more than, like, two other movies have made. Yeah. So I wonder what okay. Titanic did during its re-release. That's still going on right now. Uh, Titanic did good. It it crossed... It, it so So Avatar 2 had risen up to number three over titanic on the all-time list and then for like one weekend titanic was back in third but avatar 2 overtook it again crazy crazy yeah all right let's 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 shut this thing down i think we does anyone want to say anything else about megan knock the cab blah 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 blah. no cool all right you can find us on the web movie you can find russ on all the social media platforms as rust incredible you can find peter on Letterboxd as Funky Vankman? No, Pete, Peter, Petey. Funky Vankman it is. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Letterboxd as Drop as Johnny Tiggs. And you can find us all next time goofing on some noms or possibly <laughs> goofing on some winners. I don't know. Let's see what we'll see what happens at this point. You know, this is, whether we do this before or after the Oscars, we'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully we actually get in um, some of our Oscar snub cast um, next time. So hang tight for that. Adam and Declan, I guess. Um, and uh, if you if you guys have made it to this, uh, text us immediately. Let us know. Uh, otherwise, we'll see you all next time on the Movie Movie Podcast. Bye.